Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Yeah, I'm kind of quailing at the number. <laughs> this has happened once before, and yeah, I'm doing it a little bit differently this time. I'm not going to acknowledge specifically the fact that this is episode number 1,666. The last time we did the 666 episode, it was just the straight-up 666th episode, and it was about, I think, the most evil characters in the Star Wars galaxy. But no, we are marching on with the conclusion of our series of looks at the state of the major factions of the galaxy in the wake of the events of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And we hinted yesterday at what might actually happen with the First Order since the New Republic is mostly decimated, decimated, you know, that's not exactly the perfect word for it, but you know what I mean. Um, the resistance, of course, has been <laughs> whittled down to nearly nothing as well. Both of those forces may still have more to them than we suspect, as we talked about earlier this week. But you and I know that there has to be another way that they pull this off. And Oscar Isaac sort of hinted at it in an interview a while back when he talked about how the situation for the resistance right now kind of reminded him of guerrilla warfare and about how he was thinking about the days when you know people were just hiding out in the mountains and coming down to stage their attacks and then retreating into the mountains and hiding from you know <laughs> from the great powers that be and that it was really that kind of ragged at this point according to again Oscar Isaac talking about episode 9 in its way. And so that sort of put me in the direction of the thinking about what resistance there could be, not the resistance TM, but what resistance there could be left against the First Order. And I mentioned Ryloth yesterday because that, of course, is a planet that has a history of resistance against great powers. And in particular, Cham Syndulla being a very strong rebel leader and naturally his daughter Harris Syndulla, who we know from Star Wars Rebels. So the deal with Ryloth specifically is that it was one of a number of planets that did not join the New Republic after its founding. And according to Wikipedia, the New Republic is actually significantly smaller than its predecessors, i.e. the Old Republic, the Galactic Republic, and even the Galactic Empire for that matter. So the fact that, you know, not only is the New Republic military smaller, but just the New Republic membership is smaller suggests that if help is coming, it's coming from neutral star systems. In fact, one of the things that they talk about in Wikipedia or just that's mentioned about the New Republic is that it counted on its egalitarian policies in order to maintain good relations with neutral star systems. So what that seems to mean for us is that when it comes to fighting the First Order, it's not going to be one massive force that organizes together, except maybe in some climactic battle scene or something like that. No, it's going to be more like individual little pushes from lots of different planets and systems going up against the First Order. Because, you know, as we talked about, the idea of the First Order trying to gain military control of the galaxy, even if it's going to happen quickly, it's not going to be like suddenly a Star Destroyer shows up in every single planetary system in the galaxy. No, it's going to be concentrated in certain areas. And so neighboring systems are going to have to band together and start fighting them off in that fashion. But 
it's going to be a little bit different for our heroes in the final movie in episode nine. And I'll tell you about how it's going to be different in just a second. First, though, I do want to say thank you so much for subscribing to the show if you're already doing that. And if you're not, well, heck, what's stopping you? Go on, do it. It's fun. <laughs> and also, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting the show at patreon.com slash SW7X7 if you already are. And if you aren't, well, then I hope you will consider that the Daily Dose of Star Wars Joy I'm bringing you is worth a little something in the tip jar, a cup of coffee every month, something to that effect, and worth getting a fun reward or two in the process. So do check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 to see what's going on there. Now... The reason I say it's going to be a little bit different for our heroes in Episode 9 is because this guerrilla warfare thing, even though Oscar Isaac is talking about how that's the case, well, that's not going to be the job of Finn and Poe and Rey and BB-8 and all of the rest of the cast members that survived The Last Jedi. No, their mission is going to have to be to deal with the First Order leadership and, in particular, Kylo Ren. The only person who's going to be able to deal with Kylo Ren is Rey, so she's got to be on him. And then as far as General Hux goes, well, you know, it's got to be Leia and <laughs> Finn and Poe and Rose and whoever else is left along with whoever else they can muster, Black Squadron and whatnot. Like, that's going to be ultimately what the showdown is. It has to be, right? I mean, there's no other way this happens. I mean, when you think about Return of the Jedi, you had Luke going to face Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. That was the only thing that could be done for that scenario. You had Admiral Ackbar facing off against Admiral Piet and their various navies going at it. So, you know, that was that. And then Han and Leia, you know, they were left behind on Endor, obviously, to deal with a crazy situation. And yeah, maybe there wasn't significant leadership there that they were facing off against, but they certainly had their own problems that they had to deal with. So yeah, I think that pretty much gives us the full picture of what we are going to expect in Episode 9 without really even revealing anything <laughs> in its way. You know, I think we can kind of get at the broad strokes to some degree. And again, this is all assuming that Empire Magazine is right, that it is, in fact, going to happen one year after The Last Jedi. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be five or ten like we've been talking about on the show for a while. I don't know. <sighs> Maybe we'll get an idea by Super Bowl time. That would be good fun, I think. And well beyond <laughs> when, oh, you know, when it should have come. But, you know. That's okay, Lucasfilm, in your own time, when you're ready. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's going to do it for this episode today. Thank you so much for joining me for it from a little different location. <laughs> and, of course, as always, may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>